T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We're back with Beach and Company, and I'm Sandy Beach. We have a rare treat, ladies and gentlemen, when the long shadow is being cast by the program. Are you the program director or the program manager? I'm what the is- brand manager. Oh, the brand manager, okay, of this brand. Brand manager. Thank you very much. It's <laughs> Tim Winger, and he has some exciting news about something coming to yeah, you know, there's 930. So, as you well know, and you're sitting in here talking about it, um, as you have been for the past several days, um, last week we had Brian, uh, when you were out uh, for Thursday, do a, um, a discussion on coronavirus uh, with a whole bunch of experts in studio. And we were talking yesterday about doing a, a town hall type forum on coronavirus. And obviously you can't do that with a, a gathering of people because that goes against what we're, you know, public health officials are are trying to um, uh, communicate to us right now. So tomorrow night on WBEN from 7 to 10 p.m., we're just going to take that chunk of time and dedicate it to coronavirus, um, all fact-based information with experts in studio um, to discuss coronavirus and what we need to know. And, and it's changing continually, um, as you've pointed out and as you're hearing. Um, So we're going to have the first hour, we're going to have public health officials to detail the latest data. Dr. Gail Burstein will be here in studio. Um, We're hoping Niagara County's public health director will be with us as well to just give a well-rounded look at what the public health numbers are now, any advisories, um, concerns that they want to pass along. Second, um, two hours will be very medically driven with uh, doctors, experts in studio, infectious disease folks. Dr. Bram Siegel will be here, I know, um, and some folks from from Collida Health, perhaps Independent Health, um, in studio to to, uh, answer questions about you know, what we need to be concerned about. We're also going to touch base with a cruise ship passenger from Williamsville who was on the Grand Princess, uh, find out how his quarantine is going, as well as Sam, a local guy who's been in quarantine, um, to find out what the update is from him. So that's tomorrow night, 7 to 10, here on WBEN. You know what I love about it? It's local, uh, so that you can connect directly with what they're saying with your life. The national one is fine. Uh, but the local a- angle, I think, is, is Yeah, and there certainly is a national perspective to this. But, yeah, we are trying to – I, I think there's a lot of question, again, as you're finding out from listeners, about, okay, I understand why this is a huge concern down in New Rochelle. I know why this is a huge concern in northwest uh, Washington state. Um, but why is it such a big concern here locally where we don't have any confirmed cases? Um, and that's because we probably will have cases and, and we need to be ready. If, if your lineup isn't complete, I would suggest we try and find somebody uh, of good reputation that would think that we are overreacting. No doctor's going to say that. No politician's going to say that because they want to play at 100% safe. I'd like somebody who had some credibility 
uh, who would say, you know, it is serious, but I think we're overdoing it. Yeah, you know, and I'm getting that a lot. I'm getting a lot of, you know, I'm watching our social media, and a lot of people are concerned that the media, and we certainly are a, a part of the media, are overblowing it. I'd like to think what we're doing on this radio station, on our digital channels, is repeating what uh, public health officials are telling us. We can't I, 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 you know, we didn't close schools. We didn't cancel events. We didn't tell people not to go anywhere. We're telling you what they're telling us. Information. It's kind of like a snowstorm. You yeah. know, we're telling you what the meteorologists are telling us. You can't, you know, I get it. I understand why people are anxious about the, the overflow of information, but we also can't not pass it along either. No, I understand so that. That's what we do. We're right. information. And I see up on our board whenever we talk about something, uh, we get an instant reaction, yes, no, or maybe. And it should be a very exciting uh, opportunity tomorrow night to kind of get a local perspective with some uh, good guests. Yeah, and I would welcome, uh, if anybody has specific questions or guest ideas, uh, newsroom at WBEN.com. They can email us um, questions that they might have of any of these experts. Um, and uh, also, if you have a suggested guest, someone you want to hear from, newsroom at WBEN.com. We're always watching the texts that are coming in, and we certainly watch our, our Twitter and Facebook. Are we going well. to have any of the what I would call the commercial side? Are we going to hear from uh, airlines or cruise ships or anything like that? We're working on that. We're working specifically on education, too, because right. of these higher right. uh, you know, college institutions that are making you know, decisions that are impacting a lot of people. All right, um, good. Sounds so like an exciting tomorrow night. night. Tomorrow night. It starts at 7. 7 o'clock on WB. 7 o'clock. So check that out. Uh, the virus, that's what we're talking about. Are we overreacting? Have you bought or have you done anything differently uh, since the warnings have come out? And refunds. Uh, your kid is now home from college, maybe, and if so, uh, didn't uh, didn't he have a meal uh, pass, or didn't he have to uh, uh, guarantee the college some money, some kind of a payment? And if so, will there be any refunds associated with it? Uh, they they were sent home. I don't know if they would call that an emergency or not. Maybe that's what they would uh, uh, use as a, an umbrella over it. But I'm thinking. I think it's fair to expect a refund. I think that's so because keep in mind, you bought the, you bought the food uh, not by your own choice. You're not eating the food, so they didn't have to provide the food. So I think that money should be refunded. Eight zero three zero nine three zero one eight hundred six one six nine two three six. Star nine thirty. We're back after this. Omaha. I just thought I'd throw in an Omaha every once in a while. I, you, Peyton Manning? I miss Peyton. I, I wish he was still playing. Meanwhile, his brother is retired. So think about it like that. Those two brothers retired, multi, multi, multi-millionaires, and both had very good careers. That was, uh, that was nice. All right, we're asking about the virus, uh, the virus. You know which one I'm talking about. Uh, and uh, are we overreacting? I'm not saying that um, to minimize the danger of the virus. I'm just saying that uh, people sometimes just get a little over the top and uh, they're not going to be tamped down by any uh, medical people or any uh, people in elected officials uh, because they don't. They want to be on the absolute safe side of it, and that's fine. That's fine. That's what we expect. Uh, Mr. Uh, Joseph Beamer, uh, you have a, a few. 
Uh, Facebook. So let's go. Uh, let's go at it. Sandy, we have a few questions on the Facebook page, but we will start with Nancy, as we usually do. We always start with Nancy. <laughs> the question is: Are we overreacting? And Nancy says, "From what I've heard, we are overreacting." This, to me, sounds like another case of the flu. Nothing more serious. If the flu puts you at danger, so will this. Well, let's see. 173 cases in New York so far. And New York City alone is 8 million people. Uh, and uh, around here in the metro is another million people. So you got 9 million. Not even counting Albany, Syracuse. Throw them all in together in 173 cases. No fatalities. I mean, I'm sorry, I don't have that. 173 cases. Uh, and that's that. Uh, so, yeah, I wish it were zero. It's not zero, but it's also uh, not at a, at a large, large number that would make you uh, pay attention to it. You still pay attention to it, but you're more rational and reasonable about it. Another, please. Rick says, the larger concern is why are we so dependent on China and others for our day-to-day -day needs, both medically and consumer goods? These need to be spread over more producers and more in the United States. Well, the question of, uh, right at the beginning, how many kits do we have? How many test kits do we have? Because they do the tests, then they have to be analyzed before you know. And if you're showing anything like the 173, then you got to go through quarantine. So that all takes time. Uh, but the question was raised earlier. The most important question, I think, is I hope we learn that we shouldn't be obliged to, uh, to uh, China to issue us the necessary medication to fight something like this. We should have our own facilities. We should have our own stockpile. And that's that. But, it's Trump's fault. Yeah. But we can't compete price-wise. That's the problem. We can make them, but we can't make them at the same price. And, and so I think we've got to realize either it's got to be a higher price or it could cause loss of life, which we don't want to see. Another, please. Yes, we'll say Paul says two days. I'm sorry. So far this week, we are three days in, and it's all I've heard about on news and now on sports programming as well. Definitely an overreaction Unless there's something we're not being told. <laughs> I love it. The key on that was sports programming. People who are into sports programming, what, the world is ending? I don't care. I want to know who that new winger is that we just picked up from Montreal. I mean, <laughs> it, it's, it's just amazing. If you're into sports programming, the world doesn't mean anything to you except that sport. You know? And I don't want to say anything about this is exciting, but the NBA is talking about playing games at neutral sites. Yeah. And since there's no case of corona in Buffalo. Could be here. Possibly the Raptors playing a game or two here. That would be good. Oh, we'd like to see that. Obviously, we don't want anybody to catch anything, but that would be exciting. Okay, let's go to uh, Peter in St. Catharines. Peter, you're on WBEN. Hey, Sandy, how are you? Talk Good to talk to you. I haven't uh, talked to you in a while. What's on your mind today? Yeah, well, you know, I'm listening. And, um, well, first of all, <clears throat> you know my political support of this president is unwavering. Sure. A support of his. Um, but I wanted to, so I'm, I'm prefacing with that again. Uh, but, again, I shared with you in one of my prior calls that <clears throat> in my day work, in my day life, I am an infectious diseases epidemiologist. And my work is in statistical modeling, 
of disease data and risk, etc. And I'm actually doing some consulting with various organizations on this issue. Wow. Okay. Very timely. Right. So the thing is, I, I could, I can't uh, say like where I work and etc. and etc. So, but I, I want to just chat informally. I just want to say a couple of things because you know I'm very outraged. You know, as a sci- I'm a scientist, but. I'm a political person mainly, you know, and a supporter of this president. So it's kind of odd because they don't have much of me in the scientific community, but I, I'll come out and say that. So the thing is, if you look at the response right now and you look at the situation, uh, I think the president has handled this very well. There's not much more than he could do in the administration other than what they have done. And any administration that was on deck will be faced with the same challenge. Sure. Just, yes, and you have your frontline people in the CDC, uh, NIH, etc., who are the real people behind the scenes trying to put their arms around this. And you have to depend on them like he's depending on Dr. Fauci, doing a very good job, uh, 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 all of his people in, uh, in the um, Health and Human Services, etc. So many good people in CDC. Um, the reality is on the whole, if we look at the, uh, the most important thing is the mortality. The mortality globally for this particular illness is stable at about 3.4%. So in the U.S. it's about 2.9% overall crude mortality. If you remove the severe cases, that's those cases of the people who had comorbid underlying conditions like uh, uh, aggressive diabetes had some can um uh, they want some uh, different um immunosuppressant drugs okay etc if you remove those severe cases elderly people like over 70 75 the mortality rate in US drops to about 1.5 to 1.9% so much lower if you compare that to SARS in 2002 SARS if i recall was about 11% crude mortality wow if you look at MERS, the Middle Eastern virus, that was about 38 to 40 percent, very aggressive. So the reality about it is that what's happening right now, a normal influenza operates at about 1 percent mortality. Here's the thing, Sandy, that people need to wrap their heads around. The United States loses, and I, and I, I, I shared with you, I got my green card to the United States, me and my family, Good. in the process of coming to America to live. So I'm telling you that America is where I'm coming. Great. I love this president. And I'm going to end with these facts. America loses 40,000 people a year die from normal influenza. The normal influenza in the influenza season. Every year, year over year. Not because of this president. Every prior president faced it and every prior president will face it. That's the flu season. 40,000 people die a year. Very elderly people, people with secondary conditions, comorbid conditions, they came in there because they had other illnesses, so they're very, very sick. And they bump up against influenza virus. It's just a little bit too much to cope with, and some of them succumb. 40,000 people means what? If you extrapolate that mathematically, that means that you lose about 120 people a day. Tonight, 120 Americans will die from influenza that's it that it was always like that 
So this particular new strain of virus, when you look at the death rate, it's, 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 it's not worse than what happens normally. So all of this panic and fear, in the beginning, the media did come out to damage this president. What they, what they have done, and at a certain way, I have to say some of these global institutions who are anti-American, anti-this president, they have made it into a worse situation than it is. Yeah, they're politicizing it, surely. Politicizing, and, and they, they've let the horse out of the barn, and it's hard now to pull it back, and you've... you've You've, you've inflamed the people and you've scared them into real crazy, crazy behaviors. Bizarre when you go into the grocery and you see people panicking when all of the facts and the data suggests that we're not saying take it trivially, but who you need really to be upset about now is this. When people are behaving so irrationally and hoarding all of the face masks and hoarding all of the gloves and buying all of the rubbing alcohol and, and every single supply they could find, you are, you are removing those things from availability to frontline workers who desperately need them. And that's a very important issue. Good point. We have to calm down and we have to let the experts do what they're doing and step back and understand that President Trump didn't cause this. These liberals, these left, has spooked the market and has, they're, they're trying to damage the economy. It is clear to see and by extension damage him. I, I hear you, Peter. We have to run now. But you, I love your expertise that you laid on us the 40000 per year is a, is a normal figure. We all wish it were nothing, but that isn't real. So thank you, Peter. We really appreciate the call. Very nice. He's a, a fairly regular caller and uh, is involved with exactly what we're talking about on News Radio 930 WBM. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Okay, it was good to have Peter on there give us uh, an explanation of some numbers. This is Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. Uh, Mr. Be uh, Beamer, tell me about Pepperdine because I have a I have a doctor whose son goes to Pepperdine. Yes, March 13th, which is Friday, will be their last day of classes for the entire semester. That's it. So no, go home and get back to us in two or three weeks. No, they've already decided done for the semester, move your stuff out, go home, all classes will be online. Wow. So that's the most dramatic of all the ones that have been announced so far. It's the uh, uh, most uh, far-reaching. 
Let's go to uh, Frank in Tonawanda. Frank, you're on WBEN. Well, good morning, Sandy. Hello, Frank. What's on your mind today? I don't know how I follow Pete, but... Uh, Pete, yeah, Peter was good. He's very good. He's very good, and he knows what he's talking about. Yep. You know, I, I'm getting tired of hearing about this coronavirus. It's, uh, it's literally, you can't turn the TV on without hearing about it, whether it's sports, whether it's the news, or otherwise. It's like it's overtaking... Uh, the nation of people becoming sort of crazy about this. I don't well, it's, it covers so many areas of entertainment, information, medical, and then that's why you you think it's everywhere, everywhere. Right, and you know, I don't know if you remember the Hong Kong flu back sure. in the eighties. Well, when that, I remember the rockin' pneumonia and the boogie woogie flu. <laughs> <laughs> well. There was hysteria over that. I remember sure. when I was working, they, they 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 were all the employees had to go down there and a nurse, and they had to get the the flu shot, the word off the Hong Kong flu, and there was mass hysteria about that for crying out loud. And now it's worse because of uh, the internet. The things get uh, people get to discuss it more often, look up different things that they didn't have access to before, and it gets uh, even worse. Uh, for sure, and I, I just think like. Common sense comes into this. You know, you do what you normally do when you get sick, when you have a cold or you have the flu. You know, you, you go to your doctor. He checks you out, puts you on medication or whatever. You wash your hands. You don't sneeze in, in, a, in a, an elevator with a bunch of people unless you cover your face or cover your mouth. I mean, it, these are just normal things that people should be doing without having to have it been told repeatedly over and over and over I was watching the news, uh, the press news uh, yesterday uh, after the, uh, all these uh, specialists were talking about what to do and where, where the prime areas are where the, uh, there's the most coronavirus uh, cases. You know, and these reporters, they, they, they get redundant after a while. They ask the same idiotic, foolish questions over and over and over again. And I think President Trump, and I don't care who the president is, there's only so much that he can do. You put it in the hands of the specialists. You put it in the hands of the all these pharma, pharmaceutical companies that get their heads together and try to come up with a solution for this. I think that's what what they're doing. They're working on it. You don't get a you don't get a uh, a cure for this overnight. And the president tried to get in on this even earlier, but uh, China wouldn't let him. It uh, originated in China, and uh, they, we we lost at least two weeks notification. Uh, two weeks is a lot. At the beginning, we may have made this a little bit easier to deal with had they been more open about it. For sure. My, my wife works in the medical field, and she, she works with a couple of Chinese uh, uh, doctors. And, that, and the one said, you know, China knew about this two, three months ago when it first started coming out. But they, over there, they suppress the media. You know, you, you're totally controlled by the state. So all the information comes from the figurehead at the top. So this has been going on for quite some time, and it got more and more serious. And then people were coming that were vacationing in China or visiting relatives in China, coming back to the States. They were unknowingly bringing this this, uh, this virus back with them. And that's where this all started. But Chuck Schumer uh, quickly set up his little uh, podium there and started blaming the president because he said we didn't act fast enough and then we didn't act decisively enough 
with two and a half billion dollars. All he cared about was a chance to get Trump. That's all he was interested in. Oh, for sure. When President Obama was in office and you had the Ebola uh, scare going on, he did what he had to do, but nobody criticized his actions. Nobody said he overreacted or he underreacted. He did what he had to do. And he, you, you get on with your life for crying out loud. But because he's, uh, Trump is a, is a Republican and they despise him, well, they're going to try to rip into him and you know, call it the Trump virus. Yeah, think about it. They had tried all these things, uh, the, the, you know, the Russian spy thing and all of these things, uh, and struck out every time. And suddenly this shows up. To them, that, uh, that was mana from heaven. I'm not saying they wanted anybody to die, but they were looking for opportunities to uh, besmirch the president and uh, pretend that he was not good at his job. And this was uh, their opportunity, and they did it. For sure. And if you look at a lot, where a lot of these cases really are up in Washington and in California, you have a large homeless population going on there. You have a lot of illegals in that state. You know, migrating all over the place. And tell me how washing, they tell you, wash your hands. If you're in L.A. and San Francisco, they're defecating on the street. So you tell me how handy your your clean hands are going to be. And that's been been going on for how long with the defecating and and the urinating on the street? Yep. It's been going on for for, for months and months and months. And do you think the media would would, uh, care about that? No. San Francisco has a little guide uh, showing you where to avoid. I used to work in San Francisco. I cannot believe that that was what was happening, but it was. Yeah. So they, I mean, I think a lot of the blame, you know, it, it falls at the feet of the politicians that are running certain states and certain cities. More than the blame is falling at their feet, so they better pay attention. For sure. Okay. Thank you, Frank. Thank you. Thank you. Always good to talk to Frank. Uh, let's take a break, and then we'll return for the final segment. Uh, the uh, the virus, the virus, are we overreacting to it? As I said, you're not going to hear in a public forum, you're not going to hear any doctors uh, say that we are. You're not going to have any politicians say that we are because they don't want to be on record as saying that if all of a sudden it, uh, it spikes. Uh, so you're going to have to make up your own mind. You heard Tim Wenger say a special program here on News Radio 930 uh, tomorrow night starting at 7 It'll be a, a, a town hall setting, and we'll have experts from various areas on here talking about uh, what's going on and giving you the information that's local. I think that's very important to get the local aspect of it, and that's uh, tomorrow night starting at 7 o'clock. We'll take a break and return right after this. Let's go to uh, Steve in Amherst. Steve, you're on WBEN. Sandy, I had to use myself, so I hope I'm coming in clear. Sound uh, loud and clear there, Steve. What What's on your mind today? Um, I support the president, but no vaccination means there's no antibiotics. Do they work or not? I'm not smart enough to tell you that. But if they tell us to wash our hands, does that mean that the virus is being passed on doorknobs? Or perhaps if you go to the doctors and get your blood pressure done, will it pass on to the blood pressure cuffs? And last night, I listened to WBEN about 1230 in the morning. They say one of the largest chemical companies was experimenting with uh, a virus and they were or, or something related. And uh, they were trying to uh, make turn weeds and, and all that into biofuel. And they released it and it killed 11 miles of land before it stopped. So 
What I'm saying is these labs experiment. They think these viruses are safe. They release it, and then they discover it's dangerous. Are we playing Russian roulette? And the fact that the news reports on TV that we do not have the virus going on, how do we know that it's the truth or not when there's so much fake news going on? That's a good question. But remember, long before this virus, long before, you would go to the doctor and you had the same symptoms, basically. And they would say, we can't give you uh, medication that, like antibiotic because it doesn't work on a virus. And you just had to kind of wait it out. This virus, e- even though it's uh, more dangerous, I-, I think the format is still basically the same. And to answer the rest of your questions, I wish I could. Uh, but I don't know if that's what happened uh, with, uh, uh, with their inventions there while they were trying to find something uh, better for us to take. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see. Yeah, they always said no. This is uh, you can't you can't get a, uh, a bacterial uh, a cure for this. This is viral. Let's go to Diane in Buffalo. Diane, you're on WBen. Yes. Hi, Sandy. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes. No problem, Diane. What's on your mind? Uh, well, hello. See, that's what I get for saying I could hear her. Yes. Are you still there? Yes, I can hear you now. Yes, I'm here. You there? Yeah, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still here till twelve o'clock. Anyway, okay. What do you have in mind for us, Diane? Okay, I'll make it real quick. I was on the phone with Onstar, and when we were done, we were talking about canceling St. Patrick's Day parades. She's in Canada. Everything in Canada, as far as any parades for St. Patrick's Day, has all been canceled. So they're going all the way, and we just heard about Pepperdine College too, sending the students home for the rest of the semester. So. It's gets getting more widespread. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I drive for Uber, and yesterday one of the gals that I picked up uh, from one of the banks said they are asking all their uh, tellers to start wearing face masks. Well, now, as an Uber driver, do you find many of your passengers have masks? No. No, okay. The only one that I've had, I would say, within the last, 50 rides, but every time I have a passenger in the car, and I've done this even before this came around, was I have these Clarks, cleanup wipes, and I wipe off the seatbelts. Well, that's uh, that's good. Uh, anybody express any verbal uh, uh, apprehension uh, about, have you had anybody uh, in, in the uh, cab that you would worry about or anything like that? No, nobody has said anything, and I pick up people from the airport all the time, and nobody has said anything. All right, that's good. Well, thank you, and, and good, safe driving there, Diane. Thank you very much. Here's a post. You know, obviously, when somebody posts something, we take them at their word. Uh, Merkel in Germany, according to this post, said two-thirds of all Germans will get this before it's done. That's scary. Well, it would be if, it, if it's true that she said that, two-thirds of all Germans. Uh, Merkel, uh, Merkel, when we were in Germany, Merkel was having a a tough time with illegal immigration. And I remember a lot of the people that we would meet on our various excursions in Germany on our trip uh, had the same kind of a, they had like problems with her. So I don't know where they are at what point uh, regarding uh, this virus. Mr. Beamer, you have uh, several Facebooks for us, if you would. I do, and the question that's getting the most response is, are we overreacting to coronavirus? Rich says... The problem is there's no definitive answer on how the virus spreads, and officials have to look 
like there's doing something, <laughs> like there's doing something. So throw something at the wall, see if it sticks. Well, basically, I think most people agree that uh, the kind of particulates when you sneeze that go into the air, that's a very, very uh, unwanted situation. So you got to be careful of that. And what they tell you all the time is to wash your hands because your hands touch surfaces. It can live on a surface, uh, the early reports were, for nine hours. So that's a, lo- that's a long time, nine hours. So especially in a public setting, a railing or something like that. I brought up the point that in the over-the-road buses, because I, I saw some buses transporting people to another, uh, another location, that to get on a, an over-the-road bus, those front steps and the back steps are usually pretty steep. And in order to get on it, I, I never see anybody getting on a bus without putting their hands on the railing, okay? And getting off the bus, the same thing. And they're very steep. I think if you try to get off the bus without the railing, you probably go head first into the pavement. So here, on every one of these buses where these people are being transported to a place where it's safer, they're rubbing their hands all the way up the railing and all the way down the railing. And there's no way that the uh, bus company can uh, secure those railings for every single passenger. Use your sleeves. Yeah. Like this? Yeah, something like, like this. that. You probably, yeah, like that. Uh, but that's a, that's a good point. Uh, but you have to be able to grab on. Tony put the sleeve over his hand. Uh, I think he's done that before. But uh, he, over his hand and, and uh, to grip it, you have to be able to grip it because if not, you're liable to fall. My hands are reaching out. Touching you. Oh, what are you? Sweet Caroline. Caroline. Da, da, da. <laughs> we thought we'd end with a little fun. I uh, did see video, and I, I would think it was the subways in New York City. Workers going by, they spraying machines down and wiping them off uh, right after. Well, that's good that they're doing that. But one question you would have is, okay, you come, you clean it. Uh, how long does it stay clean before the next person... Uh, touches it. I, I, you can't I keep cleaning you can't it every keep Tuesday. No. It, no. So uh, we have to be realistic about it and uh, not reckless, but we just have to be uh, uh, observational, see what's going on, and try that as best we can. Mayor of Las Vegas, uh, I guess, issued a statement, something like, you know, the uh, because of the media, it's hurting Las Vegas. The media is, you know, over... Uh, well, the realistic... Overreaction. The realistic point of view of Vegas is... How do you win money? You touch things. You touch things. Now, some games, like uh, some games, some card games, they've got it so you don't have to touch anything. The dealer does it all, okay? Uh, but slot machines, you got to touch something. No question about that. Almost any of their machinery, you have to touch something. I think it would uh, be very difficult to uh, enjoy Vegas without touching something. Not to mention, uh, you know, how many people that the money has changed hands. Yeah. And the thing you don't want to touch are girls from the Bunny Ranch. So well, they, uh, they, let's not get too they crazy tidy here. them up, but not often enough. Another one, Buzzy. Yes. Uh, Bernie says half the people. Bernie? Yes. Is it my fiance? It is not your fiance. Oh, okay. Is it Bernie Sanders. Okay. Every since I got engaged on this show on Monday, I uh, I now am aware that I have a fiance, just like Seinfeld. <laughs> Go ahead. Bernie says half the people are saying we're overreacting. The others are saying we're underreacting. A lot of it has seems to have to do 
with what political side you stand on. I think that's right. Uh, We'll see you tomorrow morning at 9. Don't forget a special program tomorrow night, a town hall version of what's going on with local guests, with their expertise. I love the fact it's local so they can uh, connect you instantly with what you need to know. On News Radio 930, WBN. Sandy Beach WBEN studio rings out in support of those who rang the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center victory bell today in celebration of a victory, large or small. Elvis has left the building. Oh, I wish we never had to leave the beach. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. What the hell do you know, you ignorant bastard? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.